am P.M. Kester, and welcome to the How to Take a Break podcast. This is a wellness-centered podcast presented by P.M. Kester Enterprises that examines the different types of breaks people take and why you need to incorporate breaks into your life. Let's start the episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of How to Take a Break. This week I am joined with a guest as I talk about taking a break for a multicultural book. And that is an episode I think that I know I will love. And if you are a book nerd like me or a person of color like me, this will be a greedy topic, a good topic and something that I hope we all connect with. Joining me today is Tanisha Kimball, and she is the owner of Wow Books and Toy Store. I said Wow Book and Toy Store, no S on the books. Originally, this was an online children's bookstore based out of Tampa, Florida. Now she's in um, the Ocean Springs area. She'll give you more information on that as well. But just recently, right before we started taping this, she opened up her first official storefront. So she is online and you can go to her bookstore. She is a mother of one. She is an awesome Mississippian. By the time this airs, I think I'll have two back-to-back Mississippi episodes. So I hope y'all are enjoying it. Tanisha, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy that you are here. So we're just going to kick things off right out the gate. Tell everybody about your background. Uh, wow. Well, um, I'm from Ocean Springs. Um, been here ever since fourth grade and lived here um, pretty much um, the whole time, except for, you know, high school. I went to MSMS and college. I went to Millsaps. Um, and then uh, for about a five years, I went to Tampa and lived in the Tampa area. And that's where I started my business. And uh, so I have one son, too. He's, what is he, nine? Yeah, oh nine. Oh, my goodness. Yep. And uh, I just moved back home. Um, I've been here, back here about a year or so. I mean, I brought my business back here and yep, started out online and now we just opened up our storefront. So yes, I guess pretty much a brief spiel about me. Uh, really not too much to tell, just, you know, <laughs> your regular old person and mom and, you know, trying to make it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is going to be such a conversation. <laughs> Now, you mentioned two things. Of course, I know Tanisha, we went to school together and then I recently found out she, just from looking at her Facebook, I was like, oh, we actually went from um, to the same undergrad as well. She, you also graduated from Millsaps undergrad. Oh, you did too? Oh, wow. I did. I did. After a, 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 a detour to Alcorn, I ended up graduating okay. from, from Millsaps. All right. Now, how did your underground, your undergrad, not underground, undergrad background propel you towards owning a bookstore? I don't know. I mean, I guess I've always been a reader and always liked it books. I think how, I don't know really how it all happened, but yeah. So it was I loved just my, a path. Yeah, it was just a path. It was just kind of a natural progression, just everything that just kind of happened, you know, in my life, just like so always being a reader and just, you know, growing up and having a kid of my own. And, you know, like, so you want to pass things on, you know, to your kid and stuff like that. And, you know, I think everybody at some point 
or a lot of people at some point feel like, you know, maybe they want to do more than just the nine to five, or maybe they, you know, have more passions or desires, or they want to do more with their life, you know, just as you get older and, you know, you, you figure things out. So um, it all just kind of, you know, I guess fell into place, I guess. All right. I like that. So what led you? So when you said everything fell in place, you were always a reader, but was there any specific thing that led you to creating this bookstore, any specific incident? And what is your store's mission? Um, not so much a specific incident. I guess just maybe different incidences. Um, just like I said, just myself going out to the library and different things like that, you know, and wanting to find books you know, to read and stuff like that and not really seeing what you want out there, not really seeing your family, you know, reflected in right. the books, you know, that you see out there. Um, so it was more of that, just more sharing my journey on my own personal Facebook page. Um, and then I was like, well, you know, um, I'm sure other people may have the same, you know, problem running the same things, you know, I do, you know, so why not, you know, do what I'm doing on a broader scale and help more people. And I was like, why not go ahead and, you know, start a business. And it really just kind of was just kind of happened. It just, it really did. And I've, it started what back in 2017 and this is 2021. And I still feel like a baby because it's been just wow. a lot of, you know, right. It seems like a long time, but it really hasn't been when I've think back and when I feel it, you know, just kind of, I still feel like a baby, you know, because I was online for a long time and I was doing different things around the area and Tampa and different events and stuff like that and getting to know people and making connections and things like that. And just, you know, growing as a business person, um, it just really said so I really just kind of grew up and just kind of had to um, learn a lot on my own. And, and it just kind of, like I said, um, it just kind of things just kind of built up and built up and built up and built up into finally, you know, the physical storefront. I going to say Katrina, but the, but the pandemic <laughs> happened. Uh, it was in the Panini, you know, and a lot of stuff. <laughs> in the Panda. Um, yes, yeah. yeah, in the Pandarosa. And, you know, just I couldn't do anything as an online business. Most of my money was coming from going out into the community and, and doing events and stuff like that um, right. and I wasn't able to do that and I felt like I was just sitting on my hands and like I'm just I'm not doing nothing I'm not making no money you know thank, thankfully I have my website and my Etsy and I was able to you know survive but I'm like as a business if I really want to grow and exist beyond this situation I've, I've got to get out there people have got to see my product I've got you to go. you know be out here um and so uh it just so happened I was looking and looking and looking for different you know spaces uh to lease and stuff like that and I just happened to find one I just happened to have a little money thank you Uncle Joe you know saying my tax you know and just different things happen and I just it, it just I was able to take that next step and we'll see how things go you know I have a year lease so we'll see how things go for this year but um thankfully thankfully I had the support of my people online and people who follow me on social media that I was able to do these things you know and actually open up so we'll see like I said how the next step goes being a physical bookstore you know but I feel good about it and you know something I had to do anyway like I said I really had to take this next step to see where we're going to go you know what we can do how we can grow as a business and as a resource um, so you know yeah 
No, you said, so you dropped a lot of gems and actually <laughs> I relate. And um, a lot of us in the podcast sphere um, have had these conversations. Um, I was just actually having this conversation with two other podcasters this week about how the pandemic has kind of made up, how it, it's impacted our growth. Because a lot of times, you know, people have not been in their cars. That's when people listen to podcasts. So it's been a shift trying to get those numbers because those numbers get you sponsorships, right? Those numbers get you that attention so that you can pivot and do other things. A lot of us sell merch and stuff like that. And if you sell merch, it's usually because you're you're speaking. It's hard to sell stuff and by just telling people, hey, click on this link. You right. Don't really no know you. So it's like you have to be out doing these speaking engagements. You have to be going to these expos and things like that. So it was very telling and very insightful what you said about almost having to exist outside of the box and, and your pivot point being that you knew that you were gonna have to take this leap and have this storefront. Um, yeah, I had to, cause I just moved back home and people knew me as, you know, me, just regular me, but people <laughs> didn't know me as a business person. They didn't know my business. They didn't, you know, right. they, nobody knew who, that, who I was as far as that went. So I'm here you know, in this, in my home, but in like a new place and I'm trying to get my, you know, stuff on the ground and, you know, cause I, I had to make that move and thankfully, like, so we'll see how things go. But um, another thing that I thought was impactful, you, you thank your uncle Joe for uh, fun, <laughs> you, right. With your storefront. And I follow some, a, another business owner that owns the, the gathering spot here in Atlanta is a social club that's been expanding and he was talking about how the biggest thing for Black entrepreneurs is access to capital. So many people want to mentor us. There's so many, I've been approached several times about mentorship programs, which is great. I've been mentored and mentored to death. Right, but, but how did the money is where it's yeah. at. You need so, the money to be able to do anything. And um, it's a and, lot of times you just have to save up money, get money from where you can and different things like that till you can finally, you know, do what you are able to do. But yeah, you're right, honey. Look, I mean, so for me, yeah, that has been a big lesson for me. And um, we are approaching, I guess, three years for the podcast. It's just capital, how much you need capital. Have you learned any other big lessons since you've been on this business journey? The biggest thing for me that I know I had to learn, and it sounds really simple, but when you get out there, it's not so simple, is to just open your mouth and ask for things. Mm. Um is, you know, if you know you want something um, and you know what it is you want, just don't be afraid to ask for it because you never know um, who's going to support you. Um, you, you never know who's watching. You never know who's listening. So never be afraid to ask to open your mouth and just ask for what you want. Um, if you don't get it, maybe you get some close to it. Maybe you can negotiate. But that was one of the biggest things I had to learn is to gain the confidence to just open my mouth and ask for stuff and the thing about that too is you have to know what you're asking for um yep, and be ready to re that. and be ready to receive what you're asking for so you know it's a lot <laughs> into that you know but um yeah just open your mouth and, and be able to ask for what you want um and that's the biggest thing that says got me through so far and just, you know, I guess just being a nice person, just getting out and just networking and just meeting people, um, making connections. Um, and just, like I said, just be an interesting or interested person, you know, genuinely want to make connections, genuinely want to know what's going on out there, um, you know, and staying on top of, of 
um, that kind of information, you know, because um, people are resources, just like money is a, a resource, you know, you need capital, people are resources. Um, and that's that social money or whatever, it can be a, a crucial a lot of times too. So right. um, those were the biggest things that I had to learn, um, you know, just in period, just in my journey as a business person. No, and so again, I'm I'm definitely thinking this is gonna be a clip because <laughs> you like stated like three or four different breakaways, but definitely I want to go back to the people resource because you know I'm doing this and working a nine to five. And one thing I tell people, and I've heard some other people say this as well, and this happened my nine to five and this job is that is the people piece, the people piece of being resources is because you want people that's going to speak your names in rooms that you're not in and give you something. They can speak your name to somebody who can help you or Mm -hmm. who who might be a resource or an ally. And I think a lot of times people overlook that or people don't know how to connect. So I think that that is also very good as well. Well, you know, the name of the podcast is How to Take a Break. You are also a mother, like like myself. Mm-hmm. So how do you find time to take a break from work, from the bookstore, any other jobs you're doing, uh, being a mom? How do you fit that into your day and what advice can you offer others? Well, I've been a stay-at-home mom for a long time. Um, I worked at home um, for a long time. And so kind of my time was during school time you know I tried to fit a lot of this stuff in during school time um get my work done during school time or get my break time my me time in during school time um that way I'm more available you know at night and stuff like that um then when he goes to bed again that's more me time or more time I can do work or different things like that so I try to you know schedule things for when you know uh we can both be available, um, you know, and if I have projects or things like that coming up, I try to just, you know, I've, of course, I'm really bad about saying just schedules, but I try to schedule time um, or schedule, you know, projects so that I know when they're going to begin and so I can fit things in there and stuff like that. So I'm um, just trying to keep track of just time management and what I got coming up you know, um, so that way I can fit time in for stuff with him, you know, and just utilize, like I said, school time and nighttime to get a lot of stuff done. That way, when he is here and waking up, you know, we can be doing things or whatever. So just fitting in, but mastering Mm -hmm. time. Yeah. A lot of times that is the key is mastering your schedule. I always um, tell people about just writing down your day, like looking and seeing what's going on in your day, because a lot of times you will find little pockets. It may not be like what you want, but you know, it might be the snippet that you need, you know, that's 30 minutes that you need to do whatever. It may not be like an hour, but it's 30 minutes. Right, right. Yeah. I really had to just write stuff down and just trying to, um, be better about, you know, looking out on my calendar. It's that way I can, you know, plan things in and stuff like that. Um, and um, he's actually on vacation right now for about a week and a half with my brother. So he, I try to make sure he has time where he does things for himself, you know, mm-hmm. um, and get away from me. Because you know, he, <laughs> you know, he needs that too. You know, yes. everybody needs time away from each other. So I make sure he has his time for his things. And, you know, I try to plan things for us together. Um, so, you know, yeah. 
That's true. That is true. <laughs> I love that. All right, Tanisha, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. And if you want to drop information about your storefront, do that as well. Um, on social media, I'm at Wow Book and Toy everywhere uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, Pinterest. I'm most likely on that, but I'm at Wow Book and Toy <laughs> everywhere. Um, my website is wowbookandtoy.com. Uh, if you want to email me, it's info at wowbookandtoy. All pretty easy. Um, my storefront, if you're in the area, um, at 1520. 29th Avenue, Suite 3 in Gulfport, Mississippi. Um, being that I have other things going on, I'm trying to figure out my hours, but right now I'm on the weekends, pretty much Saturdays uh, for sure. But um, just follow me on the website, social media for hours exactly, but um, that's how y'all can find me everywhere. Um, and yeah, just come on out and see what we got going on down here and check out the website and stuff and um yeah we're always trying to grow and do more things and touch more people and um that kind of stuff so yeah all right tanisha thank you so much for coming on everybody else stick around for the three breakaways and we are back with the three breakaways i hope that you got a lot from this episode especially if you are stepping out there as an entrepreneur I have talked to a couple of entrepreneurs and we have some good episodes for you to listen back to um, how to take a break as an entrepreneur. I think that is episode eight. Um, that was with Erica Park. She also came back at the beginning of this year, if I'm not mistaken, and did how to take a break to jump, which is also a great episode for everyone out there who's trying to step out here and start something new, start a new business and things of that nature. Um, and Tanisha definitely dropped a lot of gems, but the top three breakaways from the episode are, if you hear clicking, that's me clicking on my notes. All right, breakaway number one, sometimes you have to put yourself out there. Sometimes you have to put yourself out there. And that goes back to what I was talking about, taking a break to jump. So many times we have these ideas. We have this thing like if you started the year like i did with some intentions you have some intentions on where you see your year going your next five years going your life path going eventually you're going to, have to put yourself out there you just have to go ahead and just believe in yourself that you can accomplish these things you can be greatness and putting yourself out there a lot of times is a path to growth it's called doing it afraid and i've also mentioned it on some other episodes what is not putting yourself out there holding you back from this homework can't wait to hear from you about that one number two breakaway number two open your mouth and ask for what you need this is pivotal advice for all facets of your life your career your romantic life your life with your family and your friends closed mouths don't get fed open your mouth and ask for what you need Tanisha did it when she was opening a business. That was one of her business lessons. A lot of times if you network with other business people, they can tell you, hey, girl, there's a grant over there. Or, hey, you know, so-and-so over here is hiring if you're looking for a job. Or, I know a babysitter. Or, I can volunteer and watch your kids. But if you sit here and you're quiet in a corner somewhere, you'll never know everything that is surrounding you. Open your mouth. Ask for what you need. People can't help you unless you tell them what you need. Finally, breakaway number three. And I think 
it kind of goes with some of the other things we've mentioned. Genuinely want to make connections. People are resources. Social currency is real. And I'm going to go a step further on that. When you genuinely want to make connections, you have to, if you're in the business of trying to do a podcast or any type of business where you're relying on people, you have to be genuine because people can smell a fake. I'm just going to be real, real talk. People can know if this, you just doing stuff for show. You really don't care about taking a break. You really don't care about multicultural books and helping kids read. People can sniff out fakeness. So be genuine when you make those connections. And recognize that people, a lot of times, are your greatest resource. They can help you get to where you need. They can help you answer questions. That's part of the open your mouth and ask what you need. People can do that when you're putting yourself out there. Sometimes those people in these circles, these connections you are making, could be the path to your business being a success or your business being a a failure. So I want you to think about that. I'm going to repeat those three breakaways one more time. Number one. Sometimes you have to put yourself out there. Number two, open your mouth and ask for what you need. Number three, genuinely want to make connections. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This was part one of my Mississippi-themed episodes. Part two is coming up in about two weeks from now. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, take a little time to take a break. for taking a break to listen to the episode connect with me at pm kester that's k-e-s-t-e-r on instagram or email the kester group at gmail.com as always subscribe rate and review us on your platform of choice until next time find a little time to take a break bye